Lauren Bocci here. We are going to shake it up a little bit as we hear from three of our functional leaders sharing what known is going to mean for their departments and how they serve and support the mission. So buckle up. I don't know. Get a snack. Do whatever you need to do. I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay, here we go. So Steve, we've been talking about known and specifically what known looks like for the different functions that support the mission. And so I'm just curious, kind of how how is your team set up to both support the field, but the mission at large? You're in a really unique position where you kind of run a bunch of different a bunch of different departments. And so how do you see your team set up to run during known? Yeah, well, great question because you are absolutely correct. It is a pretty wide range of subject matter that many of my team cover. And so what I want to do is I'll just touch on a couple different ways that will be familiar, but we don't always associate it with one team that's working together under operations. Specifically, a couple things. One of them is a new office and a new capacity that we're building under Arthur Satterwhite, and that's our Office of Strategic Support. And so this team has been put together uh, from a, a couple different functions that were under operations. Uh, from the project management office and change management office and a couple other things and mission analytics and research and development. And we brought this team together under Arthur to help us really think about how do we take the strategic initiatives and priorities that our GSVP and our field friends and Newt are saying, hey, these are really important. And how do we begin to put some structure and plans around that so we can execute them and we can keep them organized and we can prioritize them and maybe even strategically place them in a timeline. And so that's one aspect, that's one office. I think there's another one that many of you know, Shannon Harmon and her work with our US ops managers. Mm -hmm. And so they are pretty critical in this process as well as we talk about strategic initiatives and helping us understand and organize that information. Shannon is also leading the area director support working group that's part of one of our initiatives. So she's really deeply, she's helping co-lead that, I should say. And so that's that's one space that she's deeply in. I think there's another component that when you look at the known plan, you don't see a lot of really deep details and in initiatives that are based in camping. But as Chad Siebert and his team, they are walking alongside our US leaders and really thinking deeply, okay, if these are initiatives and these are priorities that that our field friends want to do. And let's let's use a couple of examples like wildlife or Young Life College. Well, what are the different opportunities and ways that we can impact that, that camping can be a part of their ongoing strategic plan or, or strategic initiatives for known? So while camping isn't one of the big strategic priorities, it weaves its way through many of the topics that are in there, mm-hmm. including, um, wildlife, like I said, college, but certainly with our high school initiatives, diversity, equity, and belonging, major, major component of what camping is talking about these days. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a couple of examples there. And then I think the the other one just is with the topic of Wild Connect and what our product development team is doing to help us continue to track on things, whether they're core ministry counts, whether they're whether it's other aspects that when we're talking about hard to fund, um, about how we're gonna think about tracking donors, mm-hmm. how we're gonna look at lab stores, how we can be more effective 
in the local areas with donations and donation processing and events? How, how can we be more effective and more efficient? Uh, how can an area director know more information by just looking at their phone about what their financial situation is so that they can put their time towards specific initiatives that require the most? Mm-hmm. I think the other piece that's in there around WildConnect is also volunteers. And how do we access or give access to volunteers and a lot of information that is really critical around kid contact information, scheduling. So those are a couple of different ways that some of the folks on the ops team yeah. are, are leaning into those. Yeah, it's interesting as I hear you speak, I, you know, understanding the mission and kind of where we've been. Um, your team, it seems like, is bringing sort of this new ability to kind of understand what is the plan we should be building at all to let's go ahead and build the plan to let's measure, let's do the plan and then let's see if the plan is working and bring visibility into the plan. So I think you're you're bringing a lot of new capability um, and awesome to hear the team that you have supporting you because um, they're rad, I'll just say. Yeah, it's a great team. It really is. And I think that the piece that I would you know want people to really know and understand about a lot of these ops functions, these operational functions is one, they're behind the scenes and they're not driving the strategy per se, as much as trying to understand it and understand how do we deliver support so our field staff friends can can do what they do most, what we want them doing most, building missional community, kids, leaders, committees. Mm -hmm. And so the operational details that we can streamline those so they can, they're certainly going to be a part of their job, but how do we do the best we can to make them most effective and most efficient so our field staff can point the majority of their time at building mission Yeah, that's so good. Well, uh, Steve, you have been on staff for a minute or two, I think, by last count, one yes. or two minutes, I think. Um, and oh. you've held you've held a lot of different positions. And I've, I've been asking our leaders to just share a little bit about what in 2023, as we're launching, you know, the next, the next strategy, the next campaign, the next vision of known, um, what keeps you in it? Why do you, why do you keep doing what you do? Yeah. Well, I'd I'd say a couple of things and it has been a minute and it's been a couple of years and you're (laughs) right. It's been a variety of, of roles and responsibilities and they've all been unbelievable. And I would say, as I look at known, and I, I look at the different components. Certainly we have with the big yellow light broad vision. When I think about the U.S. perspective and some of the initiatives that they are really focused on in intent, I think about what we want to do with volunteers. Mm. And I go, you know, I, I am somebody who is in Young Life and who was a part of Young Life and got involved with Young Life because of a volunteer. And so to think that we are looking at this um, strategic initiatives for known on the U.S. side and say volunteers are key to our success is really encouraging. And that that's something that I know we have to mm-hmm. not just emphasize, but we have to be successful at. Yeah. We have to really think deeply about that. Yeah. I think the other thing that keeps me encouraged on the international side is, yes, we're talking about growing international in our numbers, but we continue to focus on building kingdom leadership that we continue to focus at understanding that if we are to grow internationally, it's because we are growing national leaders in the places that we're doing ministry. Mm-hmm. And so the, the focus of Node internationally on kingdom leadership, the I-100 program, 
the second branch program, the lateral leadership program, knowing that we are investing deeply in national leadership is so encouraging because it gives a sense of longevity. It gives a sense of commitment. We are not looking at this going, how do we make the big splash and then, but not be there in the next 10 years? We are looking deeply, international leadership is looking deeply at going, we are in this for the long haul. Do we want more kids sooner to reach? Uh, do we want to reach more kids sooner? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? We also want to be reaching them in 10 years. And so I, I, I really appreciate that commitment. Yeah. As far as overall known, it this may be one of the first times in my Yellow career that we have really been able to coalesce mm-hmm. um, strategic initiatives and identify them and say, this is what we're going to focus on. Eight years seems like a long time. But I can tell you, you know, my career has been a little over four times that. And mm-hmm. that went by pretty quick. Yeah. And so eight years is going to go by quick. And if we're not as intentional as we want to be, as we are being with these strategic priorities and these initiatives, then we'll get to the end of it and we won't see the impact. But I'm excited and I'm in this because I see the intentionality and I see the level of commitment that our leadership teams Um, both U.S. and internationally, globally, are bringing to them. Shelly Metter, you may or may not have met Shelly yet, but she is our new Chief Human Resources Officer. We are so excited to have her. Uh, I've gotten the privilege of getting to know Shelly a little bit more. For those of you that haven't, I... Trust me, it will be a privilege. She is amazing. Um, the Lord has given us such a gift in Shelly. So I'm excited for you to get to hear a little bit more about Shelly. And Shelly, say hello so they know it's you. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. <laughs> She's Great here. To be here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we're just going to jump in. I've got a couple questions I've been asking uh, our other functional leaders within the mission um, specific to known and specific to your team and how you're approaching known. And so we'll just jump right in and uh, we'll we'll go from there. Um, so talk to me a little bit about kind of how your team specifically, your team is set up to to really support the field and really the mission at large in known. Kind of what role do you really see your team playing as we move forward in into known? Sure. Thank you again for the opportunity. So I'm really excited about known. Um, we all want to be known, right? And so HR's role, I would uh, characterize it in four, I'd put it in four categories. Uh, one would be strategic business partner, two, HR operations, three, diversity, equity, and belonging. And then four would be talent development. So while you've heard those things, and we've definitely focused on those things in the past, you might be asking, so what's different with the known strategy then? Well, I think, you know, one is really to elevate all these things or continue an intentional focus. And more specifically, if I think about the strategic business partner role, really walking alongside the field to ensure organizational effectiveness around processes and and people and, and just the way work gets done. Um, and as well as really elevating workforce planning, which is what what's the talent needed for the future. If I think about HR operations, you know, we're going to be migrating to greater automation, which will enable an, an enhanced employee experience, really data information at your fingertips that the employee can control and have access to more readily available. 
It also will help our HR practitioners in their effectiveness, their ability to be more timely and accurate um, and, and automate things for them as well, just really enhancing their own experience as a server, our internal customers, um, all of our staff. And we will continue to focus on diversity, equity, and belonging. Clearly, this has been a focus. What I would say is we will have an enhanced um, focus on the global mission, really trying to enrich our overall cultural and emotional intelligence. This would result in further engagement of our team members, both from a staff and volunteer um, perspective. But if I had to focus on one area, if I was asked, well, Shelly, you, you and your team only have the resources to focus on one area, it really would be in the area of talent development. Mm -hmm. Young Life hires talented people. And with our entrepreneurial spirit over the years, we've addressed the need to develop uh, people and manage people as each leader saw fit. But more recently, you've heard, and, and some of you have experienced, that we've launched intentional development programs, such as Developing Kingdom Leaders or I-100. We've also begun the progress to formalize performance review um, at, of people at the regional director and above. And these are all great steps, really to put us in a place during known to elevate our talent discussions. So what does that look like? Well, for one, we will be adding talent to the MLT agenda two to three times a year. We want to have a more disciplined approach, really to raise greater awareness and exposure of talent around the globe, including a talent outside of our own areas of responsibility. You know, if you think about known, what does this mean? So we want to know more people. We want more of our own people to be known. Um, we need to prepare for the future. So we will dive deeper into understanding the capabilities required for the future, really at ensuring adequately assessing all of our talent and identifying maybe those capability gaps. From there, we'll, we will be more consistent in how we are creating intentional development plans to address those gaps. And that could include developing a new skill or gaining a new role for experience, or even just in a, in a an assignment or a project. Um, it also could mean that we realize we might need to acquire talent outside of the organization really to address that skill gap um, that we're not able to address internally through some of those other experiences. In doing all that, it will allow us to be more strategic, not reactive, really enabling our people to be prepared. And what do we want them to be prepared for, we want talent internally to be on the bench, if you will, to continue to lead and develop to ultimately be the MLT someday. So that's why I would double down on talent development in this note strategy. That is so great. I love hearing the way that you're you're thinking about that and that it's really, there's so many dimensions to it. What does it really mean to, to develop someone? Um, because yeah, you're you are not wrong. We hire amazing people. Um, so grateful. Uh, so known, you've heard me say like I, I really do think that known has been such a gift to the mission. Um, kind of the the kind of heart song behind it. But from your position, where where do you see kind of what what makes you most excited about known? Like and that it's happening right now. That you are here. That you get to be part of it. That um, just 
What makes you most excited about Known? Well, you know, our our growth plans around the globe are just tremendous. Um, clearly, we've heard the Lord that this is possible, and he'll work through us to make that happen. I think as it relates to where I sit and the team that I lead around the globe, we are in a unique position around talent discussions, really making our talent known. And we heard that from our talent, you know, even in the sense of belonging, right? Do they feel known, that, that their name is known? And so what are we doing to be a connector, you know, with, with, with the field, with camping, with mission services around the globe to really connect talent and having those discussions so they are known. And I think we are in a unique position to be able to connect those dots really more than anyone in the mission. Yeah, I can see like when we when we talk about care, kind of what what you just said, I think so beautifully encompasses what we talk, what we mean when we talk about caring for our people and then reminding them of our calling. And then I love this big picture where you're talking about kind of a, a bigger global, um, not just focus, but just kind of the way that you're organized, the way you're structured, the way that you prioritize, like we just are global. And so that that I think really knits together this idea of community that, you know, as as Young Life staff, as Young Life leaders, as Young Life volunteers, no, no matter where you are in the mission, this idea of community, um, I just, I, I agree. I think your team has a really critical piece to play in that. So I'm grateful. Well, Shelly, uh, to close this up, I've been asking, and I'll ask you a slight variation of it, but as a leader in this mission, um, what, what what keeps you in it? And you are in a very, uh, you're in an interesting spot because you are, you're just barely in it. Um, I don't know what day you're on, if you're still counting on days or if you're on months now, but I would love just for you to share a little bit about why you chose Young Life, why you're here, um, a little bit about how, maybe how the Lord led you here. Um, and, and why you're excited, why you're excited to be here. Well, it's a lot cause it's humbling, you know, and I, I still get quite emotional when I, I think about it and talk about it mainly that the Lord has chosen me at this time. And I just really felt called, you know, and felt there was no other answer. Mm. So I need to be patient, right? And, and really be uh, praying and listening how he wants to use me because that is uh, that's still yet to be determined right there's some clarity every day that comes but there will be more clarity that will come especially in known season right this this known strategy time frame and i'm just trying to leave him here and understand you know what that is but uh, while at the same time feeling very comfortable and confident he chose me at this time and i'm humbled Eric Schofield, talk to me a little bit about how development, your team around the world, is set up to support the field throughout the entirety of this known campaign. Thank you. I'm glad you asked. You know, uh, the graphic that you have access to here is a tree. And much like we talk about map, tree, list, actually, that is very much part of the development world. Map is what are you trying to raise money for? Tree is 
who is taking leadership to raise those funds, and list is who are you going to go to. In that same vein, I decided to make a tree, and you can see that there are uh, nine leaves to the tree. I'm just going to work through them fairly quickly as my answer to what does development do to support the field. So we'll start with the uh, top left, and then we'll work our way down um, counterclockwise. So the first one is gather. Uh, one of the things that development does to support the field is we gather people at celebrations and events. Oh my gosh, adult guest programs, come and see trips, golf trips, women's trips to Anschutz Ranch, women's giving circles, the global giving circle, expeditions, the table, hunts and trips and ECCs and family camps, Trail West. Honestly, this is a great opportunity for all of us to just gather people together to share with them all the amazing things that the field is doing. The second leaf is lead, lead initiatives and campaigns. So as we kind of lead out, um, development is, is prepared to stand with anyone, no matter what their campaign is, whether it's a $3 million campaign, a $30 million campaign, or a $30,000 golf tournament campaign. We're here to provide feasibility studies to help gather an ECC, to consult, uh, to train ECCs. Uh, we actually sometimes end up helping kind of face the brutal facts like, okay, let's take a look at where we really are. Uh, we dream, we diagram, we direct. This is all under the category of lead initiatives and campaigns. The next one is to coach. And we have a lot of opportunities where we coach, whether it be in training and or learning and leadership and RCE. You can see that how that cross-pollinization of departments works. New staff onboarding, symposiums, boot camps, personal donor development, um, jogs, uh, how to run a campaign, stewardship summits. Um, jogs, by the way, is journey of generosity. Uh, engagement tools and cases. We coach people how to best put those on. Uh, the next leaf is strategize, and that would be kind of in the category of relationship-centered uh, engagement. Uh, there's a lot of time spent on who. Who are you going to go to? Who could you talk to? Lists, lists, and more lists. That core strategy, remember what core strategy is defined? The fewest number of people that you can go to to raise the most amount of money. Uh, we strategize, and alongside of that comes some accountability. Um, and we strategize, hey, if you're having your first meeting with a major donor, we strategize strategize, and help you think about what that could look like. The next leaf is research. We actually have a great little ops department inside of the development department. We have some amazing people. We do wave reports on donors and potential partners. We do donor profiles. There's a number of different depths there from one page to five pages, historical data, giving history, and certainly reports and reports and reports. The next leaf, as you kind of work your way around the tree, is to plan. We actually um, last year raised $45 million in planned giving. Legacy giving, planned giving, the Young Life Foundation, 
the now funding, that's money that sometimes we have raised to put out there as you get a planned gift, the Every Kid Fund, estate planning. This is a very exciting part of our ministry that one day people will say, thank you for helping my region, my division, my area do some planned giving. The next leaf is steward. Um, Basically, think about steward as being your thank you. You're touching base with people after they've made a gift. We want our donors and gospel patrons to be surprised and delighted that they're giving to Young Life. So thanking well, walking with people. We have a program inside of Young Life, $50,000 gifts and above, gets to Newt's desk. We do a thank you. We do impact reports. Um, I mean, it's our responsibility together, and we're here for you to model as well as give you best practices of how to steward your investors. Two more. Sorry. Come on. It's good. No, no, no. Sco, don't don't stop. This is good. This is good. Don't be sorry. Keep keep going. Invest. Uh, next one is invest. And there we have everything from, that's really our department, right? It's pay it forward into the field. We have a lot to pour back into the field through our grants and foundations department. If anybody's looking to right foundation, our Young Life communities. Um, We have 300,000 people so far in the Young Life communities network, but that's growing. Um, Women's engagement and philanthropy, committee work, we have a lot to offer. Um, So that's pretty exciting on invest. And then the final one is ask. Um, How do you know you're in the development department? Um, You ask people to financially support the mission. So we do some major asks of individuals as well as foundations. We train ECCs how to be a part of that. We have an ECC for known. Uh, I'm sure that they will help us raise some good funding for this incredible field initiative called known. Our team is making asks. Um, Everyone on the development team has personal supporters, i.e. they have to raise personal support. So they get it. And then uh, we try and celebrate the ask. We're in the business of asking. So we just want you to know uh, this is why we do what we do um, because we believe so much in what you're doing. That's why we get to do it. Sco, thank you. I love I love how you're using sort of your own adaptation of map tree list and how you're thinking about and preparing your team to support the field. Um, it's and it's really great to hear more about the different areas of your team, just how they're how they're set up and how they're really ready for the field to utilize them. I think that's, I just, I love that. Thank you. All right, Eric Schofield. Uh, I've been asking this question. I'm going to be asking this question to everyone. Um, you've been doing this for a while and I, I'd love to hear from you. What, what keeps you in it? What, why do you keep going? I would say I love Wednesday mornings when 30 sophomore boys come to my house and every time I can connect a comment or a connection or a smile or a question that one of them asks, I connect it back and I say, that's what we're doing across the globe. And that keeps me going. Well, thank you, Sco. I love that. I, I love that. I love that you're, you're in it. Um, you're in it and you're in it with kids. I just, I love that. So, so good. Well, thank you for this. I think it's so helpful for our leadership to hear directly from you 
as the chief development officer just on on how you're approaching this and the ways that you're you're caring for our people, the ways that you're really calling them deeper into ministry and then really building this community. I love I love to hear about the way that you're thinking about celebrating with donors and and really building that community. So thank you for all of this. Really, really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, that's what we're doing for the field. Bless you. And I hope you're having a great day. Bless you.